Good morning, good evening, good night. This is the Be Yourself Podcast presented to you by the one and only Vendad. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. And remember, worry less, trust more, and enjoy the journey. Let's get it. You know, during all this, it's um, back and forth since 2011. This time, I've been here since uh, January 26th. When are you coming back? I'm coming back in May because, you know, I was going to come back uh, next week. But, you know, due to the things with, like, the lockdown and traveling and shit, don't make no sense. All right, brother. Let's get into it. Let me introduce you. We got the hustler, resell king, better days brand <laughs> owner, Toronto and LA native, entrepreneur, and showing adapting is key. We got Mr. Seven Days. How you doing, Blake? Man, I'm blessed, man. It feels good to be here. That was a crazy intro, guy. You need to be a DJ. That shit was Bro, crazy. come on, man. Come on. You know Clinton that's the next guy in this B? <laughs> Come on. Well, yeah, I, pre- I appreciate you coming on the podcast and taking some time out your day to get on the podcast. I know you're three hours behind. We're doing this at 9 a.m., so it's 6 a.m. for you. Yeah, man, it's all good, bro. It's I appreciate good. you, bro. You guys keep doing the thing, you know what I mean? Podcasts are good, so, you know, gotta show love. For sure, man. So, I always start this off by how we met. I don't know exactly how you met, but I know I knew you at least for, like, 15 years. And the reason why you stood out to me is because you're one of those people that dress... Similar to me that actually did it well. Because I never seen too many... Mm. Remember, we were I felt like we were like a lookbook before Instagram and everything. Because people had to look mm-hmm. at us to see what we're wearing and be like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm. For sure. For sure. And I always for looked sure. at you as one of those people like... You were hanged out in all the most coolest places to me. Like, you'll see, you'll be in Urban Outfitters talking to people. You'll be in a barbershop talking to people. Like, what made you that way? Like, what made you know... It was, like, important to network at that level at that time. I can tell you we met at Onyx Barbers because I was working at Onyx Barbers. Okay. And between between Onyx Barbers, I was working at Urban Outfitters as well. So, um, I don't know if you know who Sean Brown is, but the last time I had a job was with Sean Brown at Urban Outfitters. And Sean Brown is one of the, one of the inspirations for me when it comes to, like, dressing and and then, like, standing on your own, because, like, we used to have talks about, like, dressing, what's fly, you know what I mean? At the time, I had a gummy and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So I was in my own world, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when I feel good and you're home, I was like, yo, I can relate to these dudes because, like, they don't care. They, like, they only care about their inspiration and what they can provide to the world, you know what I'm saying? And, like, what made me start networking is when I understood the Pursuit of Happiness, bro. Mm-hmm. The Pursuit of Happiness, Will Smith, Chris Garter, that's one of my favorite stories. And when that scene, when he pulled up and he was selling the machines and a guy jumped out the Ferrari and he was like, what kind of car is that? What do you do? And he said, stocks and bonds, bro. And when I seen that, I was like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with talking to people because like your blessing can be one number, email, one conversation away, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't know. Like one of my one of my homies out here, against the barber. He's like a legend. You know, he's from Mississauga. He left everything in Mississauga and he became a celebrity barber, barber out here in LA. You know what I mean? And I've been around him and kicking it with him. I met some of the some some most incredible people just by networking. You know what I mean? Like 
you know, you don't be meeting Dame Dash, dog. If you see me in a picture with Dame Dash, just know I told you first, my guy. Listen, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna be right in the picture with you guys. I'm on the same mission, brother. I'm on the same mission. What you just said right there was all facts, and that, that's amazing, oh, bro. That's amazing. Yeah. I never yeah, like. Yeah. So basically, like the way you were networking, you just knew, like you watched people and listened twice, talk once, and just whatever you could take from them, you just you know you ate the chicken and threw away the bone type of thing. Whatever wasn't for you, you just do that away. But you took what nah. you need to do to keep going, right? Nah, bro. You know I'm genuine. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people. You're like being an opportunist is like a thing to get you somewhere, man. But like genuine, like being genuine, pure intentions get you further than like what you want to do, like as a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, your main motive shouldn't you shouldn't inflect what you're trying to do on somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like when it came to networking, you gotta be genuine about it, bro. You gotta be genuine about a lot of things. No, it's true. What you're doing because. What you bring is what's going to be returned to you. Exactly. Exactly. You know I'm so, like, you know, like, don't, don't be out. Like, I'm not, I'm, I haven't found those things, but I haven't kissed nobody's ass. None of that shit, bro. I was just, I was just me. Yeah. Like, I was just me. And what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be. That's, that, it's true. When I first seen you, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think you were from here. When I first seen you, I'm like, there's no way this guy is from Canada. There's no way. When I you first seen you. But, yeah, I remember, like, I'm, I'm a dual citizen. Yeah. So my dad is from Buffalo, New York, so I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and I grew up with my dad, and my dad, he grew up in the 80s, so, you know what I mean? A lot of individuals were in the 80s, and that's when, like, black people, you know, started taking over for real, for real, like, the 70s, 60s. Like, we've been taking over this world for a long time, but, like, in the United States of America, bro, like, you know, like, bro, we took over, bro, you know what I'm saying? And it was just, like, He's still taking over. Nah, for you know sure. I mean? and, I, and I always looked at, I always looked at it like that, and I appreciated, you know, my father because my father always instilled in me. He's like, identify who you are. Be you. Be you. Whatever you're doing, be you. Yep. Everyone else is taken, brother. You can't be anyone else. Exactly. Exactly. So, exactly, when did you get into rapping? Because you've been rapping a long time. I remember. So long, you know what you used to remind me of too when I first seen the cool kids. I'm like, yo, it looks like he could be like yeah. the third member of the cool kids. You know, the crazy thing was is that uh, I did a song with Mikey Rocks, man. See that? I started doing my thing with Mikey Rocks and the cool kids. But I've been rapping for a long, long, long time. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, the thing I knew that was different for me is uh, because I've been independent. I didn't, I didn't do the, um, the label thing. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it my way. And it took me way longer. You know what I mean? And then as I was having, as I was doing my music shit, you know, I had two daughters. And when you have two daughters, you know, a lot of shit comes with it. You know what I mean? Like, I've been in family court fighting for my kids, you know what I mean, for like 10 years, bro. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to understand, picture picture rapping, you're getting all these things, swinging in the morning, you're doing all these things, and then, you know, your baby mom is like, yo, I want to go back to school. You know what I mean? And I ain't got no one to watch my, watch the baby. Mm-hmm. So then you gotta, you gotta man up and be like, well, shit, you know? If I was, I'm like, well, fuck it. I gotta be a dad. So I gotta put things on hold for like two, two years, take care of my daughters, 
You know what I mean? And I just, while I was doing that, I just beat on my crap, beat on my crap, because I was doing cancer before. Yeah. In 2017, I emerged to become seven days. You know what I'm saying? Seven D-A-Y dollar signs. And ever since then, you know, things have turned drastically for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, a lot of people don't realize the process, you know what I mean, of being in this music business. Because one thing about this music business is it's not made for quitters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can be, you can be in your 30s, bro, make it hella dope without no mainstream success. The way the game has changed and evolved from like way back in the day when I first started to what it is now is, is incredible. All the and streaming like, and everything, you know, right? I, yeah, I don't need a label. Mm-hmm. I don't need a label. And the crazy thing about it is that what, what I've learned, like, I've gotten... I made money in this business. Mm-hmm. I made great relationships in this business, and I've gotten my music into like big shows, like Shy, The Shy. You know what I mean? Got my songs in movies. I own all my masters, all my publishing and shit like that. And like, I used to chase award shows. I used to fly back and forth between Toronto and LA. You know what I'm saying? When my when my baby mom was on fucking vacation or whatever in school I used to leave here for like I used to come to LA for like two weeks and just go to like all the events go to everywhere network build relationships with people every day mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying while I'm here you know you can ask my cousins that live out here and the key the reason why one of the main reasons why I was in LA for a long time is I was taking care of my auntie Ethel cause she had a stroke like 35 years ago so before I had to go to the studio before I did all my music shit every day out here in LA I took care of her because my cousin Frida she was working like three jobs and nobody in the family can help my cousin, help my auntie. You know what I'm saying? It was just me and my cousin Ashley. So I was literally bathing this other lady, get her dressed, do her food, do all these things for my heart, bro. Then I would have to go do my thing, go network, go build relationships, come back, make sure she I put her to sleep, boom, and leave again. That's so, crazy, like, bro. You know, my dog, my blessings, like, I earned my blessings, my daughter. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why, this is why I've been patient because when I was working at Onyx Barbers, the last time I worked at Onyx Barbers, the world told me, he said, listen, every time I look up at you, you're writing some music or you're doing some music, why don't you leave here and do music? He gave me a book called Think and Grow Rich. i never forget it. He gave me a book, book called Think and Grow Rich. Uh, I left that job. I took a two-day bus to L.A., though. That's my favorite book. I never, yeah, it's my favorite book, too. Mm-hmm. It's one of the, it, teach, it teaches you a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? And like, God has a way of showing you, the universe has a way of showing you what you're meant to do. They're going to give you hints. If mm-hmm. you bite to those hints, you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? I was just telling people, like, the people will pit you in, in, in power and, and they'll pit you in position as well because... If they keep hinting things, I'm talking about like positive people, not those hating people that just tell you negative things because they can't do it. I'm talking about those people that just keep telling you, like, I can see you doing this. I can see you doing and they keep saying it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to listen, man. It's for a reason. Yeah. You know? It's for a reason. And you gotta you gotta, you gotta appreciate those people. Exactly. Show appreciation for those people because like, you know, when you when you don't show appreciation, that's when the blessings stop coming for you. You gotta appreciate every single thing, whether yep. it's bad times, good times, because whatever it is, there's always a lesson. 
blessing out of that. It's, it's true. always a learning experience. It's so crazy though. You can take as you can take as a token because one thing I posted yesterday when I said our darkest times are our biggest rewards. Mm-hmm. You know, Facts. when everything is good, everybody is happy, 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 happy. But when everything's dark and things are like messed up and life hits you, bro, when you climb out of that, that's the biggest reward because you know, you get a car, you get a house, you get all these things. People can take that from you. That's materialistic things. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You can take what you live and put it in a story, put it in a book, put it on the podcast, put it in a song, put it in all these things, and it can become something tangible that can give you back all those materials you lost in your previous situation. Exactly. That's why that's why the process is a beautiful enlightening thing, bro. And you never want to just leave it alone and be the bond. Yep. I was telling someone yesterday, I was telling Nana, the pretty African, you know Nana, man. I was talking mm-hmm. to yeah. I was talking to Nana yesterday and I'm just like I'm so committed to VG because it can't hurt me. I created it and it can't just turn around one day and be like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. created this thing so yeah. I, that's why I love it and take care of it so much because this is yeah. something I'm committed to for the rest of your, my life. But you know what's crazy about you too that you you um you hit that really well because even when I seen you in passing throughout those years, you always look happy, excited that you see each other. We'd be doing paid and full lines together. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's crazy, bro. Honestly, that's beautiful, bro. Like you're you're a serious soul, man. I tell you, every time I say that to you, bro, though, I know you're a serious guy, bro. I appreciate you, man. It's person, man. You know what I mean? It's like energy respects energy, man. For sure. What you reflect, what you reflect, is what you do on a regular basis. You know what I mean? So you just gotta understand that. When you speak well into people before they even know about themselves being that well, a lot of things turn out well at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's 24 hours in a day. Why am I gonna why am I gonna be busy hitting on another black man doing incredible things? That wouldn't make sense at the end of the day. No facts. What what got you into like the sneaker culture, the reselling world? First sneaker culture. Me, man, I don't think it's a sneaker culture, to be honest with you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, well, I just I call it that now for the new the newbies. You get what I'm saying? Nah, see, but see, see, the thing is, man, this ain't new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, like, when I spoke to DJ Clark Kent about the sneaker culture, he's like, he's like, like, this isn't no sneaker culture. Religion is a culture. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It's a, this is a lifestyle that a lot of people relate to, but a lot of people try to ignore the fact that it came from black folks. Mm-hmm. Black folks made this shit booming. Hip-hop made this shit booming. Hip-hop of the culture makes niggas booming. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, so what, the, the way the world, the way I look at the way the world does shit is to make other people involved, they don't like to call it black or it's from black people culture. They like to just say, well, it's sneaker culture so everybody can feel involved. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, you got, if it wasn't for like Asians wearing SB dunks, motherfuckers wouldn't be fucking with dunks from way back in the day, you know what I'm saying? But now, when a dude like Travis Scott, I've said, Pharrell, these elite black dressing people, mm-hmm. wear their shit. They make all these kids want to buy this shit and learn this shit. 
And then people want to say, well, it's a sneaker culture. Motherfucker, have you ever seen anybody say, well, I'm going to dress like Bill Gates? Never. Have you ever, seen, have you ever heard anybody say, well, yo, you know what? I'm going to dress like Bruce Lee. Nah, you're right. You're 100% right. It's it's, it's just, it's, it's funny because... You know, we were wearing SBs and stuff like that, but people, like, made fun of us about that, and, and now it's a thing. You get what I'm saying? Oh. Oh. People, listen, we're walking negative things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I used to think, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm wearing all these people's brands. You know what I mean? Why don't I wear my shit? Because everybody... Everybody goes to my Instagram to find out what the fuck's hot. Mm-hmm. And I got into the I got into the reseller business because one, I wanted the Jordan one so fucking bad. The Jordan one just came in 2016. I'll never forget it. I told my girl at the time, I was like, bro, I'm getting these shoes. I ain't gonna be home for a couple of days. I called I called my man. My man was like, yo, man, I can get them for you. They will cost you seven hundred. And he told me, said, I'm like, oh, okay, word, word, word. So I was like, all right, let me see what's popping out here. So I called the footlocker on Young. I said, yo, what y'all doing with those grand ones? I was like, ladies, like, we're doing first come, first serve. I was like, what's that? She's like, it's when you can line up for the shoots. I was like, where? Cool. My nigga, I talked to her Tuesday. I was up there on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I was up there on Wednesday. A dude, an Asian dude came up to me. And this, this was like my pretty full moment that got me to resell it. The dude came up to me and he's like, bro, what you waiting on? I said, I'm waiting on these uh, bad ones. He's like, listen, I gave you 2500 right now. You get me an 11.5 and a 6.5 view. I was like, 2500 what? He's like, $2,500. I'll pay you half right now and I'll give you the rest when I see you. Jeez. Bam. You mind put the money in my hand? And I was like, what the fuck? That's that Phil Collins moment in Paid in Full. I've been yeah, waiting bro. for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, dog, I got, and see, the thing was, is I was I was first in that I was first in that line. And you see, all the being resellers mm-hmm. were out there. So, like, the the Step It Up footwears, the CEO boutiques, the executive kicks, the the um, Ink Money, the Loud Reports. Like all the major black resellers who've been selling for years, like Dwayne Collins and shit like that, they were out there. Mm-hmm. But they were in the eating center. And bro, I was I was charging a hundred dollars a chair. So if you wanted to leave your chair and you didn't want to stay all night, you got to pay me a hundred dollars. So bro, I was making bread. Bro, I remember seeing you out there way like way like bro. Now it's a thing, but I seen you way back. I remember passing you in the line. You'll come out the line for a second. We'll chop it up quickly. You'll be like, yeah, 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 bro. I'm about to hop back in this shit because the shit's about to open up. So I'll be back. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you, you've been on this shit. Even last year when I got into it and like you basically, you know, put out the extended hand and be like, yo, bro, you know? Boom. Oh, it, 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 it. I want to see, yo, you know what I love about sneakers? Mm-hmm. And switching to Toronto? Yo, the Asians take their Asians. The, 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 like they take care of each other. Mm-hmm. So why here, why here black people want to get into this shit, bro? You know what I mean? Or any culture? Bro, when I, when I realized they're a hustler like me, bro, I took them on. 
Because at the end of the day, you know, one hand washes the other. Facts. You don't know what a lie can do for somebody. You don't know what, what a parent's interest can do for somebody. You don't know what, what can do when you want. You know what I'm saying? You just got to really tap in. And then that's why I started traveling. I started going to count complex con. I started going to all these different things. Chasing the bag, bro. Really chasing the bag. And, and, and it's like a game. I have taken L's. I have taken many L's in this thing. It's not all glitz and glamour. I bought sneakers that I didn't sell right away. Is that the clients didn't want the sneaker no more. Mm-hmm. I didn't take the sneaker back. Type shit. I've been there and done that. But I tell you right now, it's the process, bro. It, it never stops even with clothing like people you know how many times people yeah. hit in the order you make it they don't follow through and you're just like damn alright so soft yeah. whatever you know you just keep it pushing you don't sweat it right bro you can you cannot sell something for a whole day and then the next day you, you sold out yeah, facts 100% so you just gotta keep pushing keep making those calls that's it nah for sure like a brand like Better Days how do you start your day? What do you mean? Like, well, my brand? No, okay, because, like, you have a brand name, Better... Your name's Better Days, bro. That's a beautiful name. Yeah. So, how yeah, do you start yeah. your day? Time. Yeah. Well, like, Better Days came from the album. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that, that was my merch that I always had the idea for. So... We're in the process of getting a book made. Remember, because COVID happened, so we can manufacture everything and sell it as a package. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna do it. Um my homeboy in Buffalo Ice, one of my business partners, he's in Buffalo and like, you know, we were talking about better days from like two thousand seven seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. We just started, you know, making the moves and the, you know, I started making the sweatsuits first. Taking my logo, my logo was handwritten. I left my font and everything like that. And I literally just wake up every day. Mm-hmm. I give thanks. I work out. I eat healthy. And I just hustle for what I want. And I feel like that's what better days is about. And it's about doing what you're supposed to be doing to get where you want to go. So that's why I like my slogan is better days, where you last, love more. Yeah, for sure. Whether it's a jacket, whether it's a sweater, whether it's pants, 
something. We make sure we have that in there so people, so we keep that message going because, you know, what material or whatever people buy can later inspire each client that buys something. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, you know, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's like clothes. Like, I was been a fan of clothes. Like, I was been a fan of, you know, growing up and seeing, like, Shah John, Polo, Tony, like, my mom always kept me fresh. And I was, and I just wanted to do the things that I wore when I was little. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just released a quarter zip sweatsuit. I always wanted a quarter zip sweatsuit because I used to wear polo quarter zips all the time. That's true. We we kind of like turned fear into like a virtue, but it's not a virtue. You know what I mean? Like everyone's so afraid to do something or start their own thing because of what others think of them or all that stuff. Once you get out your own way, you stop worrying about all that stuff, though. You know that it's just unnecessary. It's unnecessary thoughts. That's what's some great. Okay, honestly, I was gonna ask you what some great advice you got, but I think Noel's advice was fucking amazing. So what's something yeah. that keeps... I can't even ask you what keeps you... You're, you're a damn super saiyan at this point. I can't even ask you what keeps you motivated. <laughs> because I know what I know what form you're in right now. You're just... You're gone. Your mind's made up. So you're going to do what you have to do. A man with a made up mind is like a serious man, bro. I'm going to do what keeps me motivated by me. My children. Yeah. I was assuming it was that. The children are, are very easy things in my motivation, man. They, um, they, keep me, they keep me grounded. They teach me patience, and I learn from them every chance I get. That's you know, it's hard right now because, you know, they're all the way in Toronto, and I'm all the way in LA, and, you know, and I talk to them every day, we get FaceTime, and all these things, and it's hard, you know, but, uh, Small sacrifices for big rewards, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, as long as you put the effort into your children every day, they will, they will respect you and appreciate you. You know what I mean? Like, my daughter is nine, dog. And I got another daughter that's about to be eight in June. Mm-hmm. So, you understand, man? That's like, it's a lot of years, bro. You know what I mean? You, you don't realize time until you have kids, bro. Yeah. It's either you don't realize time until you have kids or you're building a brand or you're in business. It's true. When you're doing those things, time is so, time is like so important. I'm telling you, bro. Time management is like so key. I remember those days I used to like hang out just for no reason. Now it's like, uh, I don't know about today, Mm. buddy. Like, I don't know if I want to hang out, you know? Not today. Yeah. But how was 2020 for you? Honestly, man, 2020 was a good year, man. It taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Taught me a lot, you know what I mean? It taught me a lot about a, a lot of things. And, you know, the whole COVID-19 thing, you know, I started my little brand with that COVID-19 
same team can't stop hustling, started making hats, mm-hmm. started making shirts with that. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it just it just made me adjust because like 2020 was like when I did started doing a lot of things, like I started doing the beef on the Biden shirts. Mm-hmm. COVID nineteen can't stop hustle. You know, what I mean, we put out the better days joint. Um, and I just started like focusing on like the clothing brand because like one thing I learned about like this whole COVID thing is like they they may have stopped things, but they didn't stop online sales. Like Amazon is still booming. Exactly. Small small businesses are still booming. People are still wearing clothes every day. So they're not so clothes like you know things are adjusting. Just want to thank you again for coming on the podcast, bro. You want to you want to shout out your Instagram and everything. come back on whenever you want to you already know i'm gonna keep just going forever you already know how i am man